The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The death of VCU freshman Adam Oaks is still under investigation one month later. The 19-year-old died during an alleged incident of hazing at an event held by the university's Delta Chi fraternity. VPM reporter Alan Rodriguez Espinoza spoke with Adam's dad, Eric Oaks, to learn more about how his family is remembering him. He was so happy, you know, he had he had a lot to live for and he had a lot to experience. And it was taken short. His life was cut so short. It's not fair. It's just senseless. We'll hear from Eric and more of Adam's loved ones during our full story in a few minutes right here on the VPM Daily Newscast. The city of Charlottesville can take down two Confederate statues at the center of a years-long legal fight. As Whitney Evans reports, the controversy led to the deadly Unite the Right rally. Residents and pro-monument groups sued in 2017 to stop the city from removing the Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson statues. They cited a 1997 state law banning cities from taking down war memorials. In a 2019 decision, the Charlottesville Circuit Court ruled in favor of the groups, but the Supreme Court of Virginia ruled on Thursday the law doesn't apply to memorials erected prior to 1997. Rich Schrager is a law professor at the University of Virginia. He says the legal fight has been traumatic. The community is still trying to recover from those events, and it is unfortunate that an earlier decision couldn't have been made that would have allowed the community not to have to go through all of this. The state Supreme Court is set to hear a case this summer that will determine the fate of the Lee Monument in Richmond. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Governor Ralph Northam announced yesterday that all Virginians 16 and older will be able to get the COVID-19 vaccine starting April 18th. President Joe Biden set a May 1st goal for every adult in the nation to be eligible for a shot. Virginia has administered more than 3.7 million doses of the vaccine, and one in five Virginians are fully vaccinated. To pre-register for the vaccine, visit vaccinate.virginia.gov. Richmond City Council member Mike Jones announced earlier this year that he was putting up a primary challenge to state delegate Betsy Carr. But as Roberta Roldan reports, Jones's campaign may have hit a fatal snag after failing to file paperwork with the proper agency. Jones says he turned his paperwork in to local elections officials on March 5th, when he should have turned it in to the Virginia Department of Elections directly. I was told that I could place it there with them, thinking that it would get to the right place, and that's my mistake. The State Board of Elections has the power to grant extensions, but didn't do so at its meeting on Wednesday. That means Jones and seven other candidates are off the ballot. Jones still wants the state to grant an extension, like they did last year and the year before that. A spokesperson for the Virginia Department of Elections says the board can always reconsider the issue, but there's currently no indication they will. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. Governor Northam is proposing setting aside $250,000 for an investigation into the state inspector general. That follows accusations the inspector general's office held back unflattering information in its investigations of the parole board. Top Republicans called the proposal inadequate, 
They noted that the investigator would be chosen by heads of Virginia's House and Senate and the Attorney General, all Democrats. The General Assembly will vote on Northam's proposal when they meet again next week. Yesterday was the original deadline the Black Student Coalition at the University of Richmond gave to the administration to make changes on campus. This included renaming buildings with connections to segregationists and slavery. VPM News intern Brandon Schillingford has an update on what's happening on campus. The University of Richmond's Board of Trustees met with students last week to discuss their demands. Students say they were met with hostility and apathy by the board after they reaffirmed their intentions to keep the names on the buildings. One of the students there, Jordan Lofton, described the meeting as, quote, a fever dream. It felt like one of those dreams where, like, you can't say anything, like you, you're screaming so loud and you know what you want to say, but no one can hear you. Because it was just like we were screaming into a void. Over 90 student organizations have since disaffiliated from the school, ceasing all activity. In a statement provided to VPM, university officials say they, quote, appreciate that students, faculty, and staff are continuing this conversation about race and remain committed to ensuring that all students feel valued. Brandon Schillingford, VPM News. The Faculty Senate and multiple departments at the University of Richmond have also voiced support for the students. Read their statements at vpm.org news. Chesterfield County Public Schools will allow volunteers to return to classrooms after spring break, which is next week. Ian Stewart has details. One thing has been missing in Chesterfield County Schools since students returned to buildings in February. Volunteers. Pre-pandemic, they regularly helped with a variety of tasks, including lunch duty, reading to students, or walking the playground during recess. Now the district is letting those volunteers return, but only if they're fully vaccinated and agree to follow COVID-19 guidelines, daily health assessments, mask wearing, and maintaining physical distance. The district is also asking teachers and staff who travel out of the country during spring break to quarantine when they return, unless they've been fully vaccinated. Ian Stewart, VPM News. It's been a month since the death of Adam Oakes. The VCU freshman died after an alleged hazing incident at an event hosted by the university's Delta Chi fraternity. Alan Rodriguez Espinoza had the chance to speak with Adam's friends and family about how they will remember him. Can I have you both give me your first and last name? Mm -hmm. Eric Oakes. And I'm Courtney White. I'm Adam's cousin. This is Adam's dad. The type of kid that Adam was is he always put family first. He put his love for everyone else above the love for himself. He just wanted to do the things that all his other friends were able to do. And when somebody called him and said, you know, I'll pick you up, we'll go to the gym, we'll go play basketball. I mean, it meant the world to him. I'm Max Turner. I grew up playing sports with Adam. We first started playing sports together uh, during baseball, and uh, that's when I first became his friend. He would always send in an article and spark a debate, and he would always be at the forefront of those debates. And um, it's been hard trying to uh, acclimate to life without him. I'm Ben Davis. Uh, I met Adam in middle school. We always played sports together. He just, he knew so much about every single sport. It was hard to debate him, and he, he was just a lot of fun to talk to. Like, every day, every single day, we talked about sports. Every single day. The, the biggest one that comes to mind was um, Romo or Troy Aikman. Who's the Hall of Famer? Who deserves the Hall of Fame? I'm like, Troy Aikman, easy. You know, and so, but he would throw all these stats at me. He's got more yards. He's got more touchdowns. He got, 
was like, rings, rings, baby. You know, that's what matters. So every fall we did a family fantasy football. Yeah. And so <laughs> every time we would compete for the best quarterback, like who would get the best quarterback. And every year, everybody was just trying to get a better team than Adam did because it was like, that was just the team to beat every single year. That's something that I, I remember always just bickering about doing the fantasy football and who's going to have the better team. And, and uh, it's going to be hard this year to not have that. He was so happy, you know, he had, he had a lot to live for and he had a lot to experience and it was taken short. His life was cut so short. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's just senseless. He just won't get those opportunities. You know, like he won't get the same opportunities as his friends. He won't get the same opportunities as those Delta Chi boys. For me, losing my only child, my son, I mean, it's it's going to be a daily struggle. Just the last month has been crushing. You know, to to sit there and not have him at arm's length is just, it's terrible. Ultimately, he's my drive right now to keep making these changes and to make sure that President Rao and uh, Delta Chi VCU know that Adam Oaks' family is here for the long haul Mm -hmm. and we're here to make the changes. We're not going to let it go until we see action. He was so happy and just such a great guy. Adam just loved everyone. Adam treated everyone the same. We just need to treat people with uh, more care. And and that's how I'm going to live like Adam. VCU suspended its Delta Chi chapter in the days following Adam's death, which is still under investigation. The university also recently hired a consulting firm to conduct an independent review of Greek life on campus. For VPM News, I'm Alan Rodriguez Espinosa. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, April 1st at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.